Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, welcome into a, a another special edition of the Ryan Goodman Podcast. We are uh, here in the... Uh, Concourse of the TD Garden following the Celtics win over the Dallas Mavericks. We figured why not, right? Right, exactly. Different place. Good vibes. Good vibes. It's kind of quiet here. Everybody's emptied out. Celtics are 8 and 1, but we'll get to the Celtics later. Um, Let's start with, uh, I guess, the news of the week, if you want to say so far. The New York Knickerbockers. Why not? Eternally dysfunctional Knicks. Jeff, I've been following this league. This is my 50th anniversary season, okay? Well, actually, 51st year, 50th anniversary. And a first occurred this week. After the Knicks' loss, latest loss, uh, rather than uh, Coach Fisdale uh, coming out, out trot Steve Perry and uh, Steve, uh, Steve Mills and Scott Perry, and Scott Perry uh, the, the, the basketball poobah and the official general manager, the gurus. who apparently were sent out there by Jimmy Dolan. <laughs> To, ex- to, uh, Great, huh? to whine about how they're, the, now you're, you're gonna love, you'll be surprised to hear this. The Knicks aren't playing up to their expectations. Well, guess what? They're playing up to our expectations. That's right. But I don't know what their expectations are. They're were. two and eight. Yeah. I mean, this is what exactly what we thought they'd be, isn't well, it? Absolutely. I mean, what do they have? What? Listen, my point, could David Fisdale be doing better? Maybe, maybe they could have three or four wins, but ultimately, whose fault is this? Look at this garbage roster. And it is well, Scott Perry and Steve Mills. They put all their their hope eggs in that uh, KD basket, yeah. and you know they didn't get them. Nope. Uh, and and they have assembled a team of that. Uh, as someone once said, these guys all belong in a league, not, but just not on the same team. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've got a bunch of good role guys, right? Yeah, like right. Marcus Morris, can, great role guy. They, Julius Randle, great role they guy. They have a fire sale. These a lot. These guys yeah, don't get yeah, jobs as a. Yeah coming off the bench. So I like R.J. Barrett. I think Barrett. he's going to be a good right. player. But I, you I just do. wonder whether he'll yeah. be affected, you right. know, infected by, by, the, by the losing. By this. By the you losing. Know, by, sure. by the whole the atmosphere. Because, you know, it's negative. Every day you pick up the paper, the back page, and the tabs or whatever. Well, they don't usually rate the back page. But when you finally dig inside and find him inside the tabs in New York, you know, it's it's not a positive story. Uh, you just wonder how he's going to be affected by all this. Because, it's, well, he's, he's their best talent. I don't think anybody's going to deny no, that. No, he's, no. he's the best talent on that team. But at least, was he 19? Still? Yeah, yeah. 20, maybe. All right. But, I mean, it, it's we're laughing at them because, you know, they, they have... Did it all turn on the Charles Smith miss? For, oh, the Charles Smith, the, 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 the five times. Was that it? Well, all I know is this, that they have had the worst overall record in the league over the last 20-year period. And they have not been... Uh, they've won one playoff series since, uh, what, 2000? And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty close to this, so I'm not sure. But and, and people in New York do—they are loyal, they do care, and they do deserve better. 
it's going to hurt even worse next year when KD steps on the court in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Right? Because, like, last year, the Nets overachieved, but everybody knew, like, they weren't going to do anything. This year, they're not going to do anything with Kyrie. I mean, without KD. Next year. In the East, they could make the playoffs. Right. Next year will be the year that Knicks fans will be uh, ready to commit Harry Carey. Like, they're going to go out of their minds next year because they're going to see an organization that honestly has no right. I mean, how? If I had told you this, 10, 15 years ago, that the the Knicks would be missing on KD, he'd sign with the Nets? There'd be be two givens for me 10 years ago, and one one of them shocked me for a while. I never thought the Lakers could ever be bad, ever. And they would have, you know, they're they're about this year, they will get back in the playoffs for the first time in six years. Uh, and I, I thought the Knicks would always be able to attract a free agent. The New York was the but the New York allure and for this generation is gone. There is no winning uh, field. There's no, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Marcus no Camby's a long way in the rearview mirror. Latrell Sprewell's a long way in the rearview mirror. Charles Oakley's a long way in the rearview mirror. John Starks, I probably never heard of. You know, I mean, so that's as close to the time as a, as a, a good club that they've had. They got nothing going for them other than, uh, oh, I don't you love this, the mecca of basketball. Har, 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 har. Okay, with the Madison Square Garden thing. Yeah. And they're kicking out fans again. I guess somebody was chanting again something about Dolan oh, Do- oh, yeah. the other night, and, oh. and Dolan had him kicked out. Or they, yeah, unbelievable. Like yeah. this guy just does not get does it. Does not. They get they it. need him to sell the team. But and if he does, you know, I mean, not, not that that family needs money, but uh, he'll do so with a whopping uh, yeah. profit. Oh, they're still profitable. They're Are you still kidding? The most, and for what he bought him for? Oh, yeah. But it is a it, it is a, a new low, and I'm telling you, up first, 50 years in this league, and I'm telling you, I never heard of anything like that press conference uh, after a ball game. It's just unprecedented. Throwing uh, to uh, two guys that again, listen, they they kind of were accountable, but again, accountability starts from building this team, and, and they're not going to go out there and say, hey, listen, we swung, we missed, no, and now we have a bunch of mediocrity, no, which is ultimately I mean, he, the worst place you're going to you're going to want to be too. Is they're they're bad. And maybe they'll be, maybe they'll get the number one pick again. The problem is, uh, you know, the, the number one pick isn't somebody who's going to turn around this franchise. They got RJ, who's the number three pick. If they got Zion, it'd, yeah, be it'd be different, right? It'd be different. There'd be hope. Now it's like you got RJ Barrett. He's another good player, but he's not going to be an NBA superstar because he doesn't shoot it well enough to be an NBA superstar. Well, that's a story out of New York. That is a story out of New York. Now now we'll move we'll move to Boston a little bit. Yeah. We'll move to life without Gordon Hayward. Uh, breaks a bone in his hand and his wrist, and uh, he's going to be out, the Celtics say, about six weeks, which should equate to about 20 games or so. Um, I'm a little bit more concerned well, than most. Well, the schedule, you know, is going to t- stiffen. They have had some a, a good break with it so far. Uh, they're, they're, they're one and a half and oh uh, in, the, in the post Hayward era uh, so far, half, um, you know. But um, uh, there's, there's questions, of course, and uh, there's pressure on certain people. And you know, particularly the two young forwards. One of them is playing great, uh, Jalen Brown. The other whom is still waiting to take that step and and a permanence to take the step uh, to be the player that we thought he was going to be at the end of his freshman year. That uh, took a step back last year. A little bit of glimpse of, of uh, hope of, that he was going to blossom again this year. And, and Jason Tatum, and then, and then he throws in a 1-for-18 against the Mavericks, which they were able to survive, uh, and, and hopefully he can laugh it off. Or, or, you know, we know that's an aberration. I mean, but some of the things we saw, though, Jeff, do concern you about finishing at the basket. Yeah, no doubt, and and I think they concern him a little bit too, of like shaking his head to me. Why? You know, he's shocked that he can't finish around the rim, and I think 
I think he's got to go up a little bit stronger and embrace contact. You see yeah. that even with Luca, right? We, we, okay. we watched Luca yes. tonight for yes. Dallas. What does he do? He embrace. He embraces contact. He wants it. Right. He's a sturdy kid. He's looking right. for the end one. And uh, uh, yeah, he's there's nothing not to like about him. Uh, I'll tell you that uh, this kid. He's 20 years old and he plays with the head of a you know 10, 15 year veteran. And and he's got he's got the whole package. Uh, he's he's a, he's a wonderful player, Luka Doncic. But right, he he can withstand the contact. He he gets to the line and and uh, you know, there's just nothing. As I said, absolutely nothing not to like about his offensive game. So he, here's the one thing that we've kind of, I think has been lost in the last couple weeks with the Celtics. Kemba. Oh. He's been amazing. The first two games, Bob, well, everybody was like, what's wrong? What did we get to, here? Maybe we've got a guy. Right. I wasn't worried because it's just his track record's too good. I mean, it, it just he was, and now we're seeing it. Uh, this And this game against the Mavericks, he's got five points in the first half. Uh, he winds up with 29, he makes eight threes, uh, and, and big fourth quarter clutch uh, baskets. Uh, and he was, and you know, and, and he has his requisite number of assists. Uh, he's a big time player. Now, Kemba, right, Kemba's gonna have to, clearly, he's gonna be, be the number one guy, but the question is, uh, who's gonna be number two, and, or, or how much depth they're gonna have in offense. Uh, strange, strange game tonight against the Mavericks. Tatum, one for 18, the rest of the team, 40 for 68. It's a pretty good night for everybody else. Yeah, everybody. The, the nice thing I thought was Tatum, I walked over to him after the game and, and just kind of BS him with him around his locker. And he was still smiling and he did say, you know what, we got the win. Yeah. So well, I think right, a year ago, you, yeah. he, he, he might not have been that way. And I think part of it, Bob, is he knows next game he's going to get 15 more shots. Well, first of all, they have to play him. He's not going to get benched. You know, that's not, that's not the, the way it's going to go. So that's a good source of comfort. I think he has to know that on the inherently. So no, they need him to be, he's going to play. He's going to play. And uh, they survived it. I thought tonight, I thought that the Mavericks game, uh, one thing that I was really impressed with was the, the contributions from uh, the two vagabonds. Yeah. You know, the yeah, two, the two knock down. around guys, the two guys that know how to order in several languages, uh, <laughs> Javante Green and, and Brad Wanamaker. Uh, they made The college for, for Green uh, is, is, nice. come on, Radford. Radford, Radford. Actually, I've been to that campus. I haven't seen a game there, but I have been to that campus. Radford, yes. The, the, oh, we need to get in on this. I, I, I mean, ah, I, we cannot let I, this I go through. I opened the door. I you just to opened see. it. I wanted to see. I was going to close you this show with it. Kick it open. I'm, I'm kicking it open right Fine, now. Go All ahead. right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, according to one Robert Ryan, he has been to 201 college Venue. basketball venues. 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 All levels of two. Uh, you all, were, all right, <laughs> I'm not sure that was clear. I'm not sure that was clear. In my mind, I thought it was Division One no, home no. venues. No, 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 no. Division now no, you threw no, a I junior college it. place in there. Place, wait a minute, not listen, not any place. How about the national championship? The, uh, one entire week of ju junior college championship Hush. basketball in Hutchinson, Hush. Kansas, in 1984. The, the MVP for the winning San Jack team was. Walter Burry. The next best player in the tournament was Nate McMillan. There were real ball players in this tournament. And it's a Juco tournament in Hutchinson, Kansas. It's a wonderful spectacle. I don't Damn think it. we can count it. I think you're down to 200. I'm counting it. You're down to 200. I'm counting I'm going to get you under 200 by the end of this night. <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> that's right. Two, uh, that's one of my two. We're also, I'm told, you're, you're allowed to count, I did not know this, 
NCAA tournament oh, venues. Absolutely, venues. Venues. Venues, yes. So like Greenville, South Carolina a couple of years ago, I'm uh, counting Positively, that. in any NBA arena, where like any major uh, regional where it's been waged in an NBA arena, that counts. That would include a lot of big cities, including New York, including Philadelphia, including Chicago. Right, including I, I want people to weigh in. Right. Whoever, whoever's listening to this <laughs> podcast, I want you to tweet us at Goodman Hoops at Globe Bob Ryan. Is this valid? Do we need to audit one Robert Ryan and for the venues that he's been just, in? Just in proof of my honesty, I do not count NBA college arenas in which I've seen NBA exhibitions. I'm not counting to he, he does count women's. I'm women's not, college basketball, yes, he I counts. Am. Junior college. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm Can not. I count my prep school events? No! What's the it's difference? College. Prep school, college. junior college. No, it's not the, the same. What's the difference? No, you know damn right well. Wolfboro, Brewster Academy, no. St. Thomas More. I've been to Oak Hill. MCI. Not, I've been to Oak Hill, but all I'm right. not counting it. Okay? All right, all right. All right. Um, but all right, you're down I, to 200. I, all right, but I'm just telling you, I've been to Wyoming. Couldn't count it. Ex NBA. I've been to uh, BYU, uh, Marriott Center. Couldn't Great count ones. it. NBA. I've been to Toledo. Didn't count it. There's, oh, and I've been to the St. John Arena, the precursor the, the, of, of the... Uh, you tell me, you know, Ohio State, Ohio State. Oh yeah, sure. You know, sure. Right. They used to play in the St. John Arena. That's where they won the NCAA championship. Right, in I'm going to let you know when we're done. And that with was the Celtics audience. and 76ers. Right. So I don't count those. Right. <laughs> See, because I'm not cheating. I'm not a cheater. 200. Two, I'm giving you 200 from from 201. All right, back to where were we? Back, I don't know where we were. Luca. Let's Luca. go to Luca. Let's go to Luca. All right, so Luca, this is both of our first opportunities to see Luca. Oh, in I didn't know you too. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen him in person. Okay, right. Um, wow, 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 wow. I mean, I mean, this kid is special. He's so much fun to watch. His IQ, his swagger, so everything yeah, about him. He's like Rick Carl. I was talking before the game, and I know you talked to Rick after the game. Yeah. The one thing I asked him was, when have you seen somebody who's had this type of command for the game at such a young age? And he went back to when he played with Mark Jackson. This is an interesting answer. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mark Jackson. Different players, obviously. Oh, my God. It's a, Mark a, couldn't a score. Two guard uh, and, and, and this guy. But, uh, the, but Mark Jackson was a precocious uh, basketball player at the, as, a, as a rookie, for no question. And I, I'll, I'll give him that. But no, I, I came specifically. I targeted right away uh, the, the Mavericks game. I certainly did not want to miss it. It wasn't for, want, for me? I want to see. To do this? Uh, that's well, that's not why you came? No, no, to be honest. You know, people that disparage my, my, you know, my achievements in this. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mean, trying I, to make sure I'm you're trying, accurate. I'm trying it's to, all about accuracy for you. I agree, you. and I'm accurate. You, you do count the Juco championship and, uh, and the NAIA championship. All right, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from all of you. Okay. All right, Luca. I love him. Hey. What, what was the thing that, that, that you were blown away by well, I wasn't most, blown obviously. away. I was confirmed. It was yeah, everything yeah. I've been reading and hearing. I mean, the versatility goes to the hoop. Uh, passes off the dribble. Uh, spots up. Deep hits threes, makes the free throws, makes the right pass. It just knows how to play this game at a very, very high level. And and it, and I just keep coming back. He's 20 years old. You know, he's 20 <laughs> years old. And I don't know, we can, you know, is he the top 10 players? The top? He's no worse than the top 12 or 15 player in this league. And I, I, I would argue, I could make a good case that in terms of all-around basketball ability. He's the top 10 player in this league right now already. But he certainly is a uh, is, is a star, and he's fun to watch. And, and uh, the people, those the Mavericks fans, are lucky to have him. All of what you said, and I'm going to add one more, passion. Oh, the okay. passion that kid plays with, yeah. the fun. Like, he looks like he is absolutely having fun playing the game, yeah. 
and wearing his emotions on his sleeve, and he hits a step back three from oh. what? Oh. 35 yeah, that feet was, that or was something. A, that was a, and he looks over at some Celtics fan over there, and he, I don't even I, think he had to say anything, he just smiles. Yeah, yeah, that was good. The, old, the, the Michael Jordan uh, against Portland smile, we call it, right? He is, he is so special. So he made it worth it. Yeah. And they they showed some spunk. Yeah, they, they need more around. They hung around. They need another, they need at least one more guy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, they, they have to add that Przingis yeah. was one for 11 in this yeah. game. He was atrocious. He only had one little turnaround, that's it. And, uh, you know, it wasn't, I, you'd love to give credit to the defense. but How I, do you go one for 11 playing with Luka? Like, that's hard to do because, to me, all you got to do is move to the basket. He's going to find you. I, I fault Porzingis for that, not being able to get an easy one with Luka. You know, I, I'll say this. I was surprised. I, I, I know we're in 2019. I know guys don't play 40 minutes a game or 45 minutes. God knows anymore. But I, I would have, and I, I'm an old acquaintance, and I really admire, and I like Rick Carlisle very much. But I'm sitting there in the fourth quarter when they're hanging around, and I'm going, where is he? He's only played 28 minutes. Yeah. He only has one foul. Uh, he's, he didn't come back in until there were just under six minutes to go in the game. Yeah. And I'm going, well, why isn't he out there? I mean, he had it was played, close to that point. He played it was a 28 game. minutes. And right. I, I, the way they, you know, baby guys to this today. I'm sorry. That, that, uh, Rick, please. That's your guy. They, you you, you got to ride with him. You've got to play him. Right. And then I just think if he had played more, five minutes more, they would have been in the game a lot more, and they would have, they would have won the game. But one more guy I want to just show a little shout-out to in terms of, uh, because I loved him in college, and I wondered, can he translate this game? Does he have it's the proper skill set to get to the NBA and be a player? And it's exactly working out exactly his way. I'm sure his coach thought it would, and the way they thought it when they drafted him, that's Jalen Brunson. Wow. Jalen Brunson is going to be in this league 10 years, 12 years. He's going to, he's going to be a coveted player to be an extra piece of a puzzle for somebody all the time. Uh, he knows how to play. And he kept them in the game in the second quarter. Uh, so I'm, I'm Won a couple national that. titles, Bob. Yes, no. Two no, national titles. I know, but you're, you're just worried. You didn't yeah. know you did the yeah, quickness. Not great athlete. No, no, but but boy, you talk about the old knows how to play and has guts and he's got the body for this league, you know, the, the withstand that what it takes. You know, he's, he's going to run into picks with big guys and they're going to get hurt. <laughs> so, so we're fortunate we don't have to pay to see Luka Doncic today. Right. And, no, and, but, right. but he's one of the guys. If you're if you're telling me come up with a list of five guys yeah. to me that I would pay to see that are playing now, right now. Yeah, I know. And you no, can't no injured guys. Doesn't, so Curry right. doesn't count. Dan Brandt no doesn't KD. count. Uh, uh, Who else know, we got? Well, that's out. Out. It's out that that would be no, on the list. I mean, that, those I are the main so. ones. Those are the two. Clay, Clay Thompson. But yeah, but, I, not no, but he's not in that category. All right, so who, who, who number you got? one, number one, Jokic. Yeah, he's I'm up totally there. He's in my top five for sure. Number two, yep. Doncic. We just saw him. Uh, uh, no, there's no order yep. here from him. Right. I'm with the it. Greek freak. Yep. I, I love him. Agreed. All right, I'm in. LeBron. He still yep. has to be on the list. I'm in four for four. And here's my other one, Trey Young. All right, he he was my my secondary All list. Right. I got a secondary list as well. My Trae other Young. guy was Kawhi, just because of how he guards, how he oh, plays. I know he plays with no emotion, but that dude plays so damn hard uh, when he's on the court. Don't interpret this. He asked me about Painsley in terms of, you know, excitement or... Yeah, or, or no, Trey Young's more exciting. player, and obviously I totally appreciate how good Kawhi Leonard is. Yeah. He's the best, probably is the best player in the game right now. Trey was six But this me. is a different category. Trey was six. And okay. seven? Well, uh, the... Give me a couple more. A, it, they're joined at the waist. They're yep. the same thing, the same talent package, the same skill set for me. Embiid and Towns. I love them both. I, they're both old throw, they both could, they could both do what I want most in this world to die, which they could post up if they had to. We're gonna get to that in a minute, posting yep. up. And uh, and then we got two fundamental, two total what fundamental. What do you got? Sabonis. Love them, love Because I, I love Daddy. And finally, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, he knows how to He is fundamental. I love 
his game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now that's a good list. Uh, listen, we basically have the same yeah, because six. Well, I mean, you know, five or six. You know what yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Something like that, right? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever time we are right now, I'm not sure we're great minds anymore. We're we're approaching. Sure, we uh, are. It's 11:50, ah. and uh, I just hope the garage doesn't close at midnight, Bob, because otherwise you're driving me home. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh. All right. It's a new report. Putting, and if I am, you're putting me up. <laughs> it's a new report. Yeah, I know. It's the wrong direction bit, for you. A little bit the wrong direction. Um, all right, so let, let's let's finish off with uh, some comments by uh, one of our players okay. that we would pay to see, and that yeah. is LeBron James. Yeah. And uh, he kind of went in today a little bit on. Uh, Chris Haynes from Yahoo uh, talked to him about AAU ball a little bit. He's got a couple sons, including some Bronny, uh, who's playing now in, in AAU basketball. And he took shots at, at AAU coaches, basically Big saying time. they don't give a F about these a kids and their bodies. Uh, yeah, just to me, boy, I, I'm shocked because LeBron is much smarter than this to cast a, a just kind of a large shadow on, on AAU basketball that, yeah, part of it exists. Listen, I, I've been around this you forever. Have, I, forever. I, I, I didn't. I, this I, is how I came up. Bob. I predate the AAU. Right, I came phenomenon. up this way. I, I, I've seen these. I know these guys. Are there some bad guys? Absolutely. There are some guys that just want to make a buck, right? That Yeah, they're going to play these kids every minute um, because they want to win that game and get a shoe company's mm -hmm. you know, sponsorship, right? Mm -hmm. The more they win or the better players they have or whatnot. There are some great, great people. Some guys that um, have full-time jobs, Bob, that travel all over the country on weekends instead of maybe being with their families or taking their families with them on these trips, put forth a lot of money and don't make a damn thing. They just enjoy it. They enjoy it. They enjoy helping these kids. Uh, some of them can coach, some of them can't. I get it. Like, there, there's some, again, there's some bad guys. There's like anything. But, but why? I mean, come on, LeBron. You know better than this. Is it, why would you throw that out I wonder, there? Is it? I mean, has Bronny had a bad ex experience? How can he? Like, I'm every asking. event he goes to. I, I was at the Peach Jam this past yeah. year, where everybody from Augusta comes in to see Bronny. He's on on, on the next court. Uh, there's a kid named Amani Bates, who's the number one player. Remember this name, Amani Bates, E-M-O-N-I Bates. Okay. He's going to be a junior next year. He is, I don't want to say the next KD, but he looks damn close to what KD did at the same the same age. He's playing in the next court. He might have a couple hundred people watching him. Ronnie James, it's standing room only. You can't move. He comes in and his whole team comes in through the back entrance. Whether LeBron's there or not, it doesn't matter. LeBron was not there. Um, I've, I've actually watched the kid with LeBron a year ago in Vegas. So, listen, do the kids play too many games? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they'll play four games in a day, right? For, I don't know, I, I, just, I just hate People that well, that's a blanket. Look, I'm, you right. know, you know my position. I wish AAU didn't exist. I think that I wish that the, the kids uh, played basketball, uh, did not play 12 months a year uh, competitively with a uniform on. Yeah. I wish it were the old days when what you did in the summer was you went and got a job, you stocked the shelf, you, or you laws, played a different sport, and then you played, and at night you played pickup basketball somewhere yeah. with the, which is with, 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 and a lot of pretty good players come out of that system. Uh, with uh, there was some guy named Bird, some guy named Johnson, another guy named Jordan, but we won't go into that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, but I'm, I know it's here to stay. I 
understand that. But when I saw, fine, a blanket condemnation of everybody, I, that was way out of line. I know that, way out of line. Yeah, it, it just, again, it, it, it surprises me um, why he would do it, yeah, especially because I do think his son is probably having a pretty good experience mm -hmm. yeah, in, in AU basketball. You I mean, again, anybody was, yeah. everybody's, everybody's watching. He's having success. He's a really good player. I don't know if he's going to be the number one or, or a top ten player in his class, but he's got a chance to be a really good player. And, and the one thing I will say, listen, in, in LeBron's defense, and I've said this plenty before, I, I love watching LeBron as a parent. I do. He gets into it. He's there. Um, he's present. And when, when I saw him a year ago in Vegas with that team, he knew every player on, on the team's name. And when they would come off, he would always give them positive feedback. Well, always. I just want to say, Love it. I haven't been witness to this, but I'm going to go back to, to when I first really got into the feel for what he really is, I think, all about. It's that wonderful movie, When We Were Kings. And, and uh, whatever, the, whatever the name of that game was, you know, the, the, the documentary yeah. was done when he was yeah. in St. Vincent, St. Mary. Yeah. And the overriding impression I got watching that, that was a whole uh, overview of, of the, the, the sequence of the four years, is that. Um, not only did he enjoy winning for winning's sake, but he enjoyed winning with those guys, with those buddies of his, in some cases, they've been playing with since fifth grade. Yeah, and, yeah. and that meant a lot to him. And you could see that everybody knew who the king was. Right? But, but he was able to, to uh, blend with them, you know, while accepting his role as, and, and his stature without lording it over his buddies, you know, somehow, you know. And he appreciated I, I was impressed with the way he came up as a teammate back from high school and I think his I think on in terms of basketball his heart has always been in the right place uh, you may question the judgment sometimes you may think he you know I, he did bottom out in the, in, in the finals in 11 he did he didn't he shot away from the ball the year before he it's quit a long time the year ago. before he quit on the Celtics I hate to tell you but he, I didn't want to buy it but he really did and it, he whatever happened after, it was the catharsis was losing that finals in 11 he came out of that we all know what he's done since and 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 how exemplary he's been on the court and, and he is a damn good teammate and uh um, so that he's a good parent that surprised me. Yeah, no, LeBron. Listen, uh, you don't make too many mistakes on and off the court. I think this is one of them. Uh, yeah. You're out there watching AU basketball. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of good people yeah, such a that, are, that are coaching, that are running programs, that are taking money out of their own pockets. Yes, there are some that are trying to make money too. But that's like every every walk of life, every you know, every industry. Um, that's kind of the way it is. It's Before good we leave uh, yeah. this uh, discussion, got? I just got to get personal for a second here. As this was a special night for me. Uh, uh, I was feeling very nostalgic okay. uh, because 50 years ago, on November 11th, 1969, Lou Alcindor, some of you would probably know better as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor made his Boston debut uh, for the Bucks as a rookie. He got 28 points in a 129-118 victory over the Celtics. He was 16 for 17 from the line. And one play I'll never forget, and I remember writing about it, was that at some point in the game, he went to seven foot three, he went behind his back to get around for somebody in the middle of the floor. And, I, and I'm thinking, you know, I remember thinking, George Mikan never did this, you know? And really, I think I put that in the story, you know? But that was his first of many appearances in Boston for two different teams, which ended up 20 years later against the Celtics for the Lakers, and he got a big ovation, it was his farewell tour. In February of, 60, of 89, he got a nice ovation. Although people, you know, had you know, certainly had their ups and downs uh, uh, cheering against him all those years. Uh, and then he he responded by writing a letter of thanks to the Globe to, put it, to publish it 
to the paper. Wow. For the, to the fans of Boston. Wow, did he really? Yes, he did. And so, uh, but 50 years ago tonight, I was in the old garden covering the Bucks and, uh, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, excuse me, Lou Alcindor. We didn't know from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yet. Uh, so, I mean. Uh, Before we, we go, yeah. where does Kareem stand on your all-time the three holy players. trinity of self of, of, of achieving centers of you know obviously. No, I want players. Forget centers. It's I want players. Five. It's top five. I mean, all right, the, all right, the best Jordan five. One? Here's the best five players of all time. You okay? gotta go Jordan one, don't you? Uh, you, you no. Depend, well, I mean, he's the just these centers versus the other players. Are di they're different species. But if you want to go, any list going, of the top five Jordan, players. Are you going? Do you have do trouble take picking him, one? Do I, like, well, you know, do you take Jordan or do you take Russell? You, or you, right, right. You, you take know, all the rings, the defensive dominance. Right. Top five, you ready? Yep. In some order. Yep. I, don't, I don't have to go in the okay. order, but the top five players. The three centers, Russell, yep. Chamberlain, and Jabbar. Yep. Michael. Yep. And who? Who? Who's five? LeBron. Yeah, I agree. And then I comes agree. Magic and Larry, take your pick after that, six, seven. That's, that's the problem. Kobe thinks he's there, too. Yeah, yeah well, he's in, he's in the bottom he's of the, the next he's, he's in the 9, 10, 11. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. And I'd put Jordan one that's today. Fine. Today, but in the old Jordan versus no, but the thing is, my my big problem, not you know, even is that centers are such a different speed. Now, centers, <laughs> yeah, they sure are. We used now. to have a thing called centers. <laughs> oh, I, I got to bring up it. This this is what this kills okay. me. But here's where we are in 2019. I know you know it. You're listening. You're watching us. So you're you're very discerning already. Okay, but I'm telling you, there was a, at no point in this game tonight, in a 48 minutes of this game, did a large person. Park his rear end in the low post, receive a, belt, a pass, and attempt to shoot the basketball. Not once, but one pass was made to a person, Robert Williams of the Celtics, who all he had to do was turn around and take a two-foot jump hook. Never even entered his mind. He immediately passed it out to the corner to, for the three, which they didn't make. And it, it, it's like it's been programmed out of these big... That's not... What is the matter with these coaches? What are they teaching them? You, Did you, you yell at Carlisle about this? No, this was uh, Brad. This I know. Was, Did you talk to Carlisle about how he doesn't have oh, anybody? You know. Oh, okay. Well, I know it's I know it's common, but it just it's it's absurd. You know, Can't there you be know, a can, balance? You know Can't, who you could throw it into? Who can score? Taco. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taco. You, you got to meet. He was there. He was there. He was sitting you didn't come in the locker room before the game. I would have got you to meet Taco tonight. Oh, okay. It's worth. Well, I'm going. Honestly, I'm making a pilgrimage to Portland. Don't worry. Are you doing oh, it? Oh, bet you. All right, let oh. me know. Let me know when you're going to Portland. We'll I want to go. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm going to Portland. Are you kidding me? Talk I wanted to go nice. anyway because I wanted to see how this forcocked foul thing works. How uh, what? The new foul rule. Uh, in, in the G League? No, the, the, it's experimental to go in the, in the, in the NBA. Uh, this thing about how I don't, I don't understand it. I, I wanted to see it anyway. But now with Taco's up there, come on. No, we, we got to go. He's the biggest torch attraction in there since, since what? Since... Uh, um, he said he hit traffic. Himself, right? he, said, he said he hit some traffic tonight <laughs> driving from Portland. I said, you got to leave. So what time did you leave? He said, about uh, 4. No, you got to leave earlier than that time. You gotta but get anyway, I, got, I, I, got, I have my rant, and I'm going to promise you one thing. It won't be my last rant on that show. Oh, there's no doubt. No <laughs> doubt of that. All right. Uh, signing off here from the TD Garden. Uh, it is the Ryan and Goodman podcast. Uh, Robert Ryan, who has been to... Uh, as he says, 201, uh, 201 college basketball venues, venues. Uh, including uh, Hutch. We'll see. What, what, what do you have to say about that? Please, <laughs> please tweet us. 
I want to know whose side are you and on And don't forget Kansas City for the NEIA. Is it? Oh, so really we're at 199 now. We're under 200. Don't listen to him. There it is. Uh, join just, us next he's week. He's just jealous. I am That's jealous. I am jealous. I'm <laughs> far behind. by <We're> catching up. <laughs> there you have it.